Welcome to It's a Good Life, the podcast for entrepreneurs, where it's all about growing yourself and your business. Here's your host, founder of America's largest business coaching company, Brian Buffini. Well, top of the morning to you, and welcome to our 16th annual Bold Predictions show. And uh, we're going to cover things that we normally cover, but it has been an unusual year to say the least. We're going to cover a little bit of the state of the market. I'm really excited to have for our sixth year in a row, uh, Dr. Lawrence Yoon, the chief economist with NAR, is going to be talking about the state of the industry. And then I'm going to spend quite a bit of time on predictions for 2024 with a very particular plan for all of you. And so the first thing I just want to share with all of you today is we're here for you. God bless you. It's been not the hardest year I ever saw in real estate, but I will say it's the craziest year I've seen in my 37 years between what's happened with the market, the interest rates, number of transactions has fallen off a cliff, yet prices have stayed high. We've had the lawsuits going on that's gotten a lot of publicity. It's really been a, a, a challenging year. And so first of all, if you're here today, you're practicing real estate, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for hanging in. I love real estate and I love real estate's people. I'm, I am one myself. We go to work every day with no promise of income. We go to work every day and we're only as good as a 100% success rate we have for our customers. We fight for our sellers. We fight for our buyers. We try to get them into homes. We make the American and the Canadian dream come true for people with no guarantees. And it's a challenging business in the best of times, but it's certainly been a challenging year. So today, my hope is to inform you so you can, first of all, have a bit of peace of mind of knowing what's coming. Uh, secondly, we want to inform you and educate you so you can inform your clients, which is a critical thing. And then uh, present you with some options here for what you can do to succeed in 2024. I want to encourage you. Better days are ahead. I believe we're at the bottom of the trough. But we need to be very informed because what we live in a world today of clickbait, and we live in a world today where the same news organizations can come up with contrasting stories on the same day. So, for example, uh, here's a few. The Wall Street Journal came out and goes, there's never been a worse time to buy instead of rent. Okay? There's a great article to go plastering all over. It's now 52% more expensive to buy a home than rent one because of climbing mortgage rates. And then you get the conflicting stories, right? You'll see, okay, home prices are not falling. Now, this is correct. This is Zillow and Black Knight and Freddie Mac all given their data, which, by the way, was predicted by myself and Dr. Yoon last year. But then you'll see Fortune magazine come out on the same day going, the housing market is starting to crack. Sellers are cutting prices at record levels. This affects your customers, affects the market. You have to be informed. CNBC, you know, the average 30-year fixed rate mortgage just hit 8% for the first time since 2000, right? Sends people into paralysis. And then you'll see a month later, mortgage rates hit lowest level since September. So you'll have these contrasting stories and so on and so forth. And what I want to do, and hopefully what Dr. Yoon can bring today, is a little bit of perspective. You know, in every season, people believe the way things are, are the only way things are going to be. And so what I want to do is go back 42 years. I'm in the business 37 years. And I'm going to show you a little video clip I found from the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation and people talking about market conditions and interest rates. So let's take a look at this. The new rate is 17.08%. That's only six one-hundredths of a percentage point lower than last week. Chartered banks are unlikely, as a result, to lower their prime rates. 
There'll be no relief from 15 and 16 percent mortgages either. I think if you have to buy a house, if you're if in your in the area of looking for a house, and that's what the mortgage rates are, what are you going to do? On a fifty thousand dollar mortgage at ten percent, the payment would be four hundred and forty seven dollars a month. But at fifteen percent, and that's a good rate today, the payment is six hundred and twenty three dollars a month. They just decide that they have to buy a house and they don't pay any attention to the rate, or they buy a less expensive house. You think people have come to accept mortgages at fifteen percent? Yes, I don't think people think that we'll ever see twelve, eleven again. Maybe even not thirteen. They seem to think fifteen is good. Well, there you go. We've all been around it. I got in the business five years later, and the rate was twelve point eight. I remember our company had a party a couple of years later when the rates hit a ten percent. Boy, we thought it was the greatest thing in the world. The way things are. You know, there's a lot of emotion in the housing business, and there's a lot of emotion in the real estate business, especially right now. And you just have to have a bigger perspective. It is important to be informed. Uh, my mother used to say this. She goes, "Be careful when you follow the masses. Sometimes the M is silent." Okay, <laughs> so you really got to know your stuff. And there are some legitimate things we have to understand. So, for example, here's a great little uh, infographic we put together, which was. The housing market explained here in 2021, this house was a million dollars, three percent interest rate. The payment was thirty three seventy four. In 2023, that same house might be nine hundred and eighty thousand with a seven percent interest rate. It's fifty three hundred and twenty two dollars. So, housing is definitely not as affordable as it was. But this isn't the only way it's ever going to be, and so we have to be able to bring that perspective. So, a couple of things I'm going to share with you today. There's huge buyer demand. And in my part of the bold predictions, I'm going to show you that. I'll, I'll give you a little appetizer of that today. But there's huge buyer demand. In fact, the single largest amount of buyers in the history of real estate is coming down the pike. There's a giant pent up desire for sellers to move. They love their rate. They don't love their house. And a lot of life has changed. And Dr. Yoon is also going to share some stats on that as well. And then rates are going to drop. And that's that's my position. I'll share with you my position on why I think that's the case and when I think that's the case. But just to give you a little dynamic on this whole household formation piece, buyer demand. Here's the the demographics by age group, and if you look at that group in red, there it's 72 million millennials. A big thing to understand is household formation starts in North America at the age of 26, and then the premium age right now for a first time buyer is 35, which has gone up from 32 to 33 to 34. Thirty-five inside that household formation to when somebody buys their first house is forty-five point five million people. That's the largest amount of people in that space in the history of this country, and that's why there's so much pressure on rent, and has been so much pressure on rent, and that's why there's so many people in the on deck circle to buy a home once the rates get to the right place. In addition, I'm going to share with you the top ten reasons people are moving. In 2024, you know, people get married, people get divorced, people move out of state. All of these types of things. There's a huge pent up desire to move. What happened is everything kind of stalled in the second half of this year. So, but it doesn't mean that life doesn't change. So, I want to dive into this stuff. I want to get there as quick as I can. I have a lot to share with you today as well on my predictions. It's our 16th annual show. Last six of these, we've had Dr. Yoon on, and、uh, I just respect this man so much and his team and their research. And、uh, we've been a partners in crime here for a long time, 
uh, trying to help the real estate industry uh, understand what's coming and where it's at. And so, Lawrence, it's so good to have you back on the show. Appreciate you making the time for us today. Uh, hello, Brian. Uh, thank you for inviting me. I'm uh, happy to join. Let's do a little report card if we can. I just want to dive in and share some facts and stats with people because, as I mentioned, the media has all these headlines that don't seem to be based in fact and research anymore. So let's do a little report card on the real estate business this year. Just write up what, what happened with home sales this year. Where are we at? Uh, well, you know, home sales has been uh, difficult. Uh, we had that high mortgage rates uh, along with high record high home prices. Uh, so we are looking, projecting that home sales will be closer to about 4 million, uh, which may be similar to 2008 when we had the foreclosure crisis. Thank goodness we don't have any foreclosures today. Uh, but if somehow the numbers, upcoming number in December tallies up a little lower, it's possible that we may have the lowest sales activity since 1993. So sales are definitely down, but home prices still holding on at near record high levels. Right. And as we talk about home prices specifically, I mean, again, what makes this so unusual is typically, I mean, we've had more than a 20% pullback in volume. And normally, like in the stock market, they call that a bear market, but a bear market normally has prices come down and the stocks come down. We've had a bear market in regards to the, the volume of sales, which is why so many people in the industry have had a difficult year. But we haven't had a bear market in prices. And maybe you could talk to a little bit about that and why home prices have held their value. Uh, you know, the home prices are driven by the supply and demand. So even as the demand got chopped off from the affordability challenges, we have had this ongoing supply challenges. In fact, pre-COVID 2019, we estimated there was about 5 million housing units short in relation to the population growth and the jobs out there in the country. So we have really never filled that housing shortage gap. Uh, and consequently, even in this lower demand environment, multiple offers are still happening on one third of the listed homes, primarily on the starter home or anything below the mid price points. On the upper end, yes, there is some price concession. Uh, it's more unique properties, so people are trying to negotiate on the prices. But on the lower end, uh, many, many homes are still going with multiple offer situation. So record high home prices. Uh, certainly the real estate practitioners out in the field, it's been a difficult year, but their clients are super happy from the service they receive because they are seeing a sizable housing wealth accumulation. Yeah, for sure. And we'll talk about that. The consumers winning on a big level, which as we talk about later on, issues with lawsuits and things like that, it's a, it's a strange time for the consumers to be revolting against the real estate business when they're doing so well. The business itself is not devoid of the economy. And again, we're, we're seeing numbers in the economy that are kind of different. The economy is having a different experience than the real estate industry. And maybe you could speak a little bit to the GDP and the economy and how it's actually doing. Oh, you know, the latest quarter GDP was quite solid, uh, better than 5% growth. Uh, you know, the figure was 4.9% on the first reading. Uh, after they revised it, uh, it was at 5% uh, you know, decimal point change. So production activity is very solid. But if you look under the hood, there are some worrying signs developing. 
first consumers were driving the uh, activity, but now with the credit card interest rate at an all-time high, 23%, uh, the, some of the stimulus cash has been burned off. Uh, and then you have the business sector, because of higher interest rate, they are not trying to expand factories or buy uh, software products. Uh, and can, consequently, business spending is essentially 0% growth out there. Another contributor to the growth was companies produce more, but they did not necessarily sell it. So they are piling out on the shelf. So inventory growth, which means that in upcoming quarters, the GDP could soften. I think this is a good sign for the Federal Reserve to pivot, to consider potential weakening in the economy and stop raising interest rate and even possibly cutting interest rate as we go into next year. Right. And we're going to talk about rates right now. Ultimately, we know it was a very unusually high last quarter GDP growth, but it seems like the fourth quarter is going to correct itself a little bit. And then first quarter next year is looking the same, as you say. Now, we have both American and Canadian clients on here today. As we talk about the interest rates, the American rate is, is typically built around the 10-year treasury. Uh, the Canadians is five years. We're looking at the changes. Obviously, we have the jobs data. We got the mid-year forecasts. Talk about interest rates because the rates are already the, the 10-year treasury. It hit 5% at one moment, and now it's back down to four and a quarter. And without the Fed making any changes, the market's already made changes. Interest rates went up to as high as 8% and came down to seven and a quarter. And this obviously just sometimes confuses people in the markets that ultimately we need the Fed to cut rates for interest rates to come down. But the market itself can adjust and bring rates down a little bit without the Fed uh, being involved. But let's talk about uh, interest rates. Where do you think they are and where they're going to be? Uh, well, you know, the, uh, just as you said, uh, recently mortgage rate at 7.2%. Uh, and I think it's going to go down further, uh, because even as the Fed is not making any move, the bond market is trying to predict what the Fed will be doing next year. And based on the bond market, they're essentially telling the Fed, look, economy is beginning to slow down. Inflation is calmer, much calmer than before. There are some issues with some community bank. It is time to cut interest rates. So I think the Federal Reserve is probably going to cut interest rates three or four times. The bond market is uh, anticipating that move and has pivoted already. Consequently, mortgage rate approaching 7%. Now, let's remember, consumers have new reference point. They saw that 8% rate. So when they compare 7% with 8%, they said this is improvement compared to, say, one year ago when the mortgage rates were hitting 7%, but their reference point were 6% or even 3 or 4%, and they said 7% is way too high. So uh, as mortgage rate goes down to 7%, it will look favorable, but I think it's going to go even below 7%. 6.5% in spring, I think that's a distinct possibility. For sure. And, uh, you know, when people are looking at 3%, when it went to 7 it kind of shocks them. Similarly, when it gets to 8 and it comes down to 6 it feels like a discount. And that's what we're talking about. And, you know, we've been researching together for a long time. I have a program we've built for agents, which is actually launching today, called our Do It Now campaign, which is a heavy emphasis on the pent-up desire for sellers to move. We've just had a lot of people not move. I was excited to see in your NAR report, you've been on the same path as myself and sharing that there's a significant pent-up desire for sellers to move. Obviously, the rates come down, but if there's no inventory, we're in trouble. So maybe you can speak to it as well. I, I, I was excited to see this because this is what our research has shown. 
There's a lot of people who want to move. And maybe you could speak to that. Uh, well, you know, the mortgage rates are very important for buying activity, but also the inventory availability is also important for buying activity. Newly constructed home sales, believe it or not, they will do better this year in 2023 compared to last year. And going into next year, the home builders will even do better. And the reasoning is they can create inventory. On the existing home side, well, we saw that homeowners refused to list their property. Inventory in 2023 were roughly half of what it was pre-COVID 2019 because people were just enjoying their 3% rate, 4% rate, unwilling to give that up. So we had low listings. Nonetheless, over the past two years, when the listings were low, life has moved on. Life-changing circumstances. Seven million newborn babies. People need to trade up. Three million marriages, one and a half million divorces, seven million Americans turning 65 where they want to trade down. So all these factors, the last line, 50 million job switches. This means that if they are living in the same home, different job, well, maybe the remote work helps some degree, but when they have to go to office, it is a different commuting patterns. And maybe they're saying, well, I'm tired of this commute. I need a home that is closer to my job. So I think there is a pent up sellers just waiting in the wings, just waiting for the mortgage rates to be just modestly lower before making that move. And, and what we've been researching is the motivation behind the moves. And I'm going to get into that here in our last session. But ultimately, life happens. And, you know, irrespective of interest rates, irrespective of global events, people have a desire to move. If someone passes away, a lot of times there's a real estate transactions afterwards. People turn 65, they want to downsize and move and go somewhere warmer. When you have babies, like I say, I had six kids, Lawrence, hanging on to a three-bedroom house wasn't really an option if I wanted to stay married, you know? So you have to make these moves. There is this pent-up move. And, and like you said, we already know you know, you talked about the new construction. The builders have been able to create that momentum and they've been buying down rates. They they create the inventory, but they've been buying down interest rates below 6% and they found that's the magic number at which their inventory is moving off the shelves. And so what people have to understand is that, you know, the new construction leads the way. And what we're seeing is get below 6%, the world changes. So we already know that. And so, again, it paints a very good picture. I'm very excited, Lawrence. We've built a plan in place to really help our clients focus on inventory, focus on listings, and we have a whole program built around and that's timed out and target marketed around the pent-up desire of sellers. I think I have to ask you this question, Lawrence. I know you're the chief economist, but we've had a crazy year for the National Association of Realtors. And, you know, we've been partners for a long time and there's been change at the top of the organization. There's been all these lawsuits that have garnered lots and lots of headlines. Uh, and right now, just people don't know what to do. And, and the way the media reports it, the real estate industry, as we know it, is out of business. So maybe you could speak to that a little bit and just kind of share a little bit about your take on what's happening with the industry, what's happening with NAR and what this lawsuit that's that that have been sitting out there means for the average agent. Uh, well, you know, first, the lawsuit does not make any sense uh, because it's implying there is a collusion. I mean, consider 1.5 million uh, agents out there with each independent models, how they want to do marketing, how they want to recruit for clients. 
So uh, I remember studying economic textbook. If there are three or four players, even then collusion becomes very difficult. But to say 1.5 million members could collude is a competitive business. You know, one great thing about America is consumer choice. Consumers can do it on their own. Things like Fizzbowl, if they wanted to, they can go to uh, the iBuyer model. They can do a discount brokerage. They can do food service brokerage. We allow consumers to choose. And what we find is that 90% of the consumers want to work with a trusted agent who they can really find a solid information, guide them through the home buying process. So the consumers who work with a specific realtor, they have a very high satisfaction rating. They would recommend their realtor to their friends, business colleague, or use the same agent again for their next transactions. Consumers are happy. There is competition in the marketplace. So I don't understand the lawsuit result. So there will be an appeal through the process. Uh, but overall, uh, we anticipate uh, that, you know, because of the competitive nature, I think the judges uh, will clearly recognize uh, that this is a consumer friendly model out there. And furthermore, just consider realtors throughout the years, millions and millions of home transactions, millions of new homeowners. They have built sizable housing wealth in the process. Uh, and it's been a good result for America. Uh, and let's assure that we continue to to have this uh, competitive environment. Well, amen to that. And like I said, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. I, but at the end of the day, we're, we're working through the process. Lawrence, I appreciate you and your team and all the research you do. We're going to continue to try to bring good information to people. And I think, like you say, the future's bright. I, I think the market's going to pick up. I'm going to give you my predictions for next year here. But any last words of encouragement you'd have for any of the agents watching today on how they can uh, do well in 2024? Uh, you know, well, you know, the market has been uh, difficult, uh, but I still hear in the hallways where some realtors say this was the best year they ever experienced because we know that it's an entrepreneurial business. Some people do well, even in a difficult market. And remember, reach out to your past clients. They're all in a happy mood. They have built sizable wealth. They may be associating that happiness with you. So you want to remind that. So let me get this straight. Lawrence Yoon is now a spokesman for repeat and referral business. He does not work for Buffini and Company, ladies and gentlemen. It just sounds like that. He actually works for the National Association of Realtors, and we're doggone glad he does. Uh, by the way, for all of you members out there, very important that you know, for the first time ever, uh, tomorrow at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, I'm going to do a members-only follow-up Q&A with all of you. So uh, you all received a, an email from Buffini and Company, and we'll do some follow-on. Lawrence, thank you for being on today and appreciate you as always. I enjoyed it very much. Thank you. Well, it's always great to have Lawrence on our program. And look, one of the things I've done, uh, you know, in preparation for this event, I actually was in Hawaii last week going over all my research, our team's research, Lawrence Yoon's research. We work with a gentleman named Bob Barr at Wells Fargo and his research team. And we have a lot of different platforms that we do the homework on. And one of the things I did, which uh, I don't recommend, is I went down the rabbit trail for all the different social media that's being posted towards realtors. And I got to be honest with you, I, I feel bad. I was telling my bride, Beverly, I just couldn't believe like just the amount of nonsense that's out there in the marketplace and the next greatest hits and do this. And you're, you're unless you're doing lead online lead gen, you're out of business and 
old school marketing. And there's a lot of shots at me and the Buffini and Company, of course. I mean, we're kind of the gold standard out there. And coaching is a waste of time. And referrals are the way it's gone. It's out the door. And so let's just cut through the crap if we can. Here's the thing. I've been at this a long time. I made a fortune in this business. Our clients have had record years. And we have tens of thousands of you out there. So I just want to be as candid as I can. In times like this, there's no time for the Mickey Mouse amateur hours. Okay. And there's just an awful lot of people. If you have an iPhone, you have a platform, fair play to you. God bless you. But there's just a lot of foolishness. The chief economist of the National Association of Realtors just shared with you that 90% of people who close a transaction said, I want to work with a trusted advisor. His number one advice was go back and talk to your past customers. Now, that right there, no one has ever systemized that process like Buffini and Company. And that's why our clients are making over 400 grand a year, tens of thousands of them. I just want to cut through the nonsense. I am not here to flex and be braggadocious about myself or our company, but I'm tired of looking at the nonsense. And I feel bad for the, you know someone who's new in the business or never experienced a tough market and getting led astray by all this tomfoolery. So I'm going to kind of give it to you straight. And so here's the deal. I've been doing these predictions for a long time. It's not hard to predict the future when you study the past. There's my secret. It's not hard to predict the future when you study the past. And so I study the past, and then I study the, the norms, and I study the patterns, and I'm looking at the patterns. And so there's, there's, I will tell you, in the last 40 years, every time the Fed has raised rates, Six to eight months later, they've cut the rates in a similar pattern. It's just over and over and over again. The economy, the housing market. Now, there's been some unusual things we have to face in today's world, which is this housing shortage inventory. You know, it's just hard to build houses. More houses were built in Dallas-Fort Worth last year than in the state of California. It is very hard to build houses in the state of California because of the stupid regulations are over the top. And they've caused such a crisis of homelessness and lack of inventory that people are leaving town. So this goes on all over the country. So I want to share with you this. Rates are going to drop. Rates are going to drop. That's my bold prediction. Not any great shock in that. But bottom line is the Federal Reserve has a stated policy. They want a 2% inflation rate. Okay, so what's happened? Inflation went in uh, fourth quarter of 2020. It was at 1.2%. That's why rates were so low. It went all the way up to 9% in the third quarter of 2022. Now, in the fourth quarter of this year, inflation's down to 3.2%. By August of next year, it's planned to be at 1.86. Okay? So we've had this big run-up in inflation. Inflation is a deadly thing. It does have to be curbed. The Fed raised rates at the highest volume in the quickest amount of time in the history of the Federal Reserve. That's why it's been so challenging. The reflection in the interest rates went from 372, which is a really good rate. You know, that's a great rate. That's a normal market. That's a good market. Then we went to COVID-adjusted numbers of 2.6 and 3.2. Those are artificially adjusted interest rates. So if you're talking to a buyer and say, look, you're never seeing that again unless there's another worldwide crisis of some sort. Okay. Those are artificially stimulatedly created rates. And what happened in 2023, we went up to 722. We actually crested at 8%. 
we crested at 8%. So to go from 2.6 to 8%, that is a shock to the system. So what do I project? I project that we'll finish next year at 5.75. I think we'll see, and as we are already seeing, the bond market is already pulling down the interest rates without the Fed. And so we're going to continue to see this downward pressure. I believe you'll see cuts in mid-year of next year. I'd say about July, you're going to see the Fed actually make the formal cuts. There'll be eight months. And then you're going to see a series of cuts, maybe three to four to five. And I believe we'll finish the year below 6%. And the reason that's such an important number, that number's already been proven by the home builders that they buying down rates to six and below is the number at which they'd gotten buyers massively into the, into the game. Sellers have even sold to upgrade into a new home. So we know that's a magic number right now. So it's already been proven. There's no mystery in this. I mean, I say they're bold predictions because there's a lot of evidence to support it. I will also say that rates are going to continue to be cut and we'll be at 5% in 2025. What do I think that does to the transaction flow? Well, we were at 5.6 million transactions. Then we went up to 6.1 at the peak, down to 5.1. The thing about 5.1, that million less transactions didn't feel that bad because prices were high. There were multiple offers. Rates were still low. Consumers were happy. So even though uh, in 2022, everybody felt like they were doing great. In fact, most people would say they had their best year ever in real estate. It didn't feel that bad. This year, at the end of the year, it felt bad. So I believe we're going to finish the year to 3.9, which will be an over 20% drop. I mean, that's why you're, many of you are feeling the pinch. That's a huge drop off. A bear market, like I said, in the stock market is 20% drop in transactions. And that who does that affect? Us in the real estate business. But I believe you'll see this. Now, most people are predicting that the market next year will be the same as it is this year. And I categorically argue with that. And I'll go on record to saying it. And I'm going to call my shot. And the reason I, I will say this, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I'm putting Buffini and Company's investments where my mouth is. Uh, this will not be the case. What you're going to see is a, a, a tight first quarter, a loosening second quarter. Rates are going to drop in the third and fourth quarters, and we'll be off to the races. There will be an extraordinarily strong finish to next year. I'm projecting around 4.6 million sales, about a 20% increase next year. And if you were saying, hey, I got a 20% increase, that's a pretty good year. I also believe that's going to boomerang and continue to horseshoe around into 2025. I think we're going to have the biggest selling season in the spring of 2025 we've had in 10 years. And we're going to have a very, very solid 2025 with about another 15% growth. So rates are going to drop. There's no great prognosis there. They've raised them artificially high. Lots of government spending, which is why we have higher rates for longer is the principle. But it is the stated policy of the Fed to get to 2% inflation. That's going to hit mid-year. And that's when you'll really start to see these cuts happen. Uh, there's also an election next year. And trust me, there's political pressure. High interest rates will also get a push from the politics. The second thing I want to talk about so that I can inform you, so you can inform your customers. There's only two elements that create buyer demand in real estate. The first is household formation, which I alluded to already. And then the second one is employment. So how many households have been established? Well, what we know is that right now, the age is 26. People are moving out at the age of 26. Some sooner, some later, some move out and come back. We know all those things. 
but 26 is the average. Now, the first-time buyer age for a long time was 32, and now it's been stretched out to 35 for obvious reasons. It's hard to get that much of a down payment. Rates have gone up. Housing has become less affordable. But there are 45 million people in the United States alone, and it's an even more dramatic dynamic in Canada, where we have the largest amount of people in history in this home-buying slot, if you will, the on-deck circle, as they say in baseball. They're next up to bat. Rents, rents have been the single biggest contributor to inflation, not gas prices, not food prices, rents. So rents have been up and up and up. Now they've stabilized, but rent is extremely high. The demand to buy has never been higher and people want to get in the game. In regards to employment, you know, the Fed raised rates to affect the employment rates. That's one of the things they do. It's kind of not stall the economy, but cause employment because If people are not getting paid as much, if there's not as much employment, they want to back it off. Their goal was to get to 6%. Well, that has failed. In fact, right now, the unemployment rate's at 3.7%. Now, there's no doubt they've caused the economy to cool off. We'll see this in last quarter's GDP and the first quarter next year's GDP. But here's the historical average. Unemployment uh, since 2000 has been at 5.99%. And what is it today? 3.9%. So here it is, two things. One. Household formation, all-time high. Two, even after all these rate hikes, employment is still extraordinarily strong. So demand is there. That's not going anywhere. And one little thing I want to throw in here as we start to turn into the solution side of this, I want to make everyone aware, especially in our network, Canadians have been buying real estate in the U.S. at record levels. And in 2022, Canadian buyers bought in the U.S., it increased by 31% year over year. So it was a 31% increase, almost a third. And then in 2023, that went up by 20%. So it's a very significant increase. Canadians are buying in America. In our network, all of our Canadian clients, you make sure you're connecting with people in our network and send them referrals. And then people in our network in the States, you better be connecting with your Canadian counterparts. The five most moved to areas for Canadians are Florida, California, Texas, North Carolina, and Arizona. So again, you got to watch for these nuances and where the markets are. The biggest thing I want to talk to you about, and I'm excited about this, uh, I've been working towards this, and our entire organization has been focused on this for the past six months. We started doing extensive research on the motivations behind the moves. You saw Dr. Yoon talking about how many people got married and how many people got divorced and how many people changed jobs and how many babies were born and the desire to move. Well, in the past, real estate has basically blanket marketed to sellers or blanket marketed to buyers. And what we wanted to do was to target market messaging to a specific buyer or a specific seller. And specifically in this particular area, we focused on sellers. So I'm going to share with you right now research that is only available through Buffini and Company. And there'll be a lot of imposters. And in fact, uh, we now have knockoff shows to the bold prediction shows the next day. So speakers will watch this show and then they'll have their own version of it tomorrow. What they won't be able to have is the systems and the solutions behind this. We have solutions built behind this. So I'm going to share with you the top 10 reasons people are moving. These are the motivations behind people. These are the specific ways you have to market and speak a language to 10 different types of sellers. Not blanket market, are you interested in selling? You have to be able to target market. And so we're going to walk you through this. 
So the number one reason why people are going to move, put their house on the market in 2024, is to move closer to family. And it's 21% of the market. And I don't care what the rates are, so on and so forth. My wife and myself, we have three grandbabies. And wherever those grandbabies are, we're going to be somewhere close to them. That's just life. That's just where, where it's at. People want to live close to family. And since COVID, that has intensified. And so what we're seeing is more, and you'll see more and more significant out-of-state move again in 2024. Sometimes younger folks are moving to less expensive states where they can actually afford a home. And then their mothers and fathers and grandmas and grandpas are moving as well. So again, family ties, very specific target marketing that requires very specific messaging. Next is need a bigger space. Again, post-COVID, we need a place to work from home. People are doing school at home. People have their gyms at home and they found out they needed a bigger space. That's about 11% of the market. The third part, and again, very, very powerful group of people when you speak to them, they love their rate, not their house. And we're going to help these folks. We're going to reach out to these folks. We're going to let them know that they buy and then refi. We say, love the home, not the rate. Buy and then refi will be the market to these folks. A lot of people are in that space. And at the end of the day, people are just focusing more on quality of life. And yeah, I have a great interest rate but I want a better quality of life. Next, uh, upgrade the neighborhood. There's a lot of people because of schools, crime, homelessness, other areas like that, they're moving up and changing their neighborhood. That used to be number 10 and it's now number four. Want a vacation home. This is a, a brand new dynamic. People have always had vacation homes. But now with work from home, what's happening is people are buying the vacation home, then doing more and more work from home from the vacation home and then selling their primary residence and moving to their vacation homes permanently. That is a huge dynamic that's taking place. It's also allowing for what's called an active retirement. So people are, work from home is allowing people to work longer in their life, and they're moving to where they want to move. Younger people are like, hey, I want to live by the ocean. And so they're going, I want to be in the mountains. I want to live where there's snow. They're going to areas that are beautiful where normally it's vacation homes, and they're working from home there. So What's happening there, and we'll get into more details of this in the months to come, people are buying the vacation home, bit by bit, spending more and more time there, and then listing. So it's a trailing effect. That cart is now before the horse. They're buying the vacation home and then listing. Lots of equity, lots of choice. There's 30% of all homes transactions last year were still cash, all cash. And so there's people with lots of equity who have lots of choice. We have to target market specifically people with lots of equity. Legacy real estate. This is one of the most significant things in the next 10 years. There will be the largest transfer of wealth in American history. Trillions and trillions of net dollars from baby boomers down to their kids and then even their grandkids. As we all know, I mean, I have six kids and they all want to buy a house. With the prices in San Diego, they all need help with the down payment. It's just too hard and takes too long to put the money together. And so an awful lot of people are helping out their kids and grandkids the way I am legacy real estate. And this feeds into number eight, which is baby boomers and younger Gen Xers are going to downsize their home, take equity to help a child or a grandchild buy a home. And so legacy real estate, along with time to downsize, slightly different messages, but also connected. Out of area relocation, again, it'll still be in the 20 percentile next year. So you have to have your network and you have to know how to work with your network and you have to know how to market to people who are thinking of moving out of town. And then lastly, change your work, change your life. And that's a lot of what Lawrence talked about. So what I want to do right now, I recognize there's a couple of different groups watching this today. 
One is, uh, we know we have tens of thousands of people on here. We have thousands of members, and we have people who are not in membership, and you're just looking for a good word, and uh, we're glad you're joining us. What we are focusing on, and I'm just going to speak now to our members, and those of you who are not members, you might want to check this thing out. We're putting a massive emphasis in 2024 on you becoming a listing agent and really deepening your presence in the marketplace. And we call it the Do It Now campaign. Now stands for N is no chaos. When the market gets hot again, and it will in the second half of this year, and it'll be raging hot in the spring of 25, we don't want to go back to 27 multiple offers and no life. So we don't want to have chaos. And the way to do that is the O in now, which is own the listings. If you're the one sitting on the listing and there's 27 offers or 20 offers, your life's not chaotic. You have the listing, you have the transaction, and it's really the way to go. And then the W, the win part, is to win market share. And so we are putting together and have put together a phenomenal program to help you do this. Now, again, speaking of the members, for all of you who are in membership at Buffini and Company, we provide you with your marketing and your CRM and your mailings and all that stuff every month. And you've been getting this referral maker kit for a lot of years. And this has gone through a major, major overhaul. And hard to describe to the degree it is. But basically what's going to happen is, and this starts in a couple of days, you'll be getting a kit that looks like this. And it's a do it now campaign. And what this looks like is a target marketed marketing campaign to the 10 types of sellers. So from mail to e-reports to social media graphics to social media posting, we're target marketing the people who want to move closer to family, the people who want to have legacy real estate, the people who want a vacation home. And so every single month, we're going to provide you with the resources to do it. So for example, your mailing for January, which is coming to you in a couple of days, is going to go, hey, what's ahead for the housing market? We're going to talk about the 72 million millennials and the 45 million household formations inside of that, just the stuff I'm talking to you about. We'll have the e-report that follows it up with similar imagery and similar messaging and then slightly tweaked a deeper cut on what goes out in the mailing. And then uh, social media infographics that show, hey, here's the mortgage, here's the rates, here's the historical perspective. Just like Dr. Yoon and I are giving you perspective, we need to pass that on to the customer. They're not going to get it from the media. So between your mail, your email, and your social media graphics. And I'm going to give you right now a little bit of the secret sauce behind Buffini and Company's marketing. All of you who are receiving this from us, our goal for you is, first of all, we want to wow you going, wow, that, that's going to get me a response. Second, we want to intrigue your customers. So when the consumer is looking at this, they're going, they open the mail, they see their email, they get the infographic, and they just have that momentary thought, I'd like to know more. And then the third part, which I have to remind everybody of, because the, it's a fundamental market. The marketing we've designed for you is designed for you to have an opportunity for a follow-up call, to create a talking point, a reason to call, a curiosity that you put into the consumer, and then the talking points are built into the marketing. So we want to wow you like, hey, wow, that's great. I'm glad I'm sending that out. We want to intrigue your customer. Hmm, I'd like to know more. The purpose of it is to create an opportunity for you to follow up with a phone call. And I know that doesn't fit with all the hot marketing that's out there being pumped on social media all day long, where you're supposed to buy your leads and sit on the hammock and wait for millions of leads to get cultivated for you and all that other crap. All that stuff, 
all together represents less than 10% of the business. I'm talking about 90%. Same as Dr. Yoon, who doesn't have a, a horse in the race. Repeat and referral business. 90% of the transactions are there. We want to wow you, but we want to intrigue your customers and set up an opportunity for you to call regarding what you sent. In addition to that, for the first time ever, we've created social media messaging. Now, what are we doing here? Well, I'm actually and have recorded social media messages to go to your customer, kind of like a market update, like a news report, to give a different perspective than what they're hearing in the media. But we've also created these in such a way that you can record them yourself. So you can either go, boom, I'm just sending on Brian's message to my customer, or we'll give you the scripts and dialogues so you can record it yourself, so you can be the authority talking to your customer. Whatever way you want to go, we've set you up. So for all of you members, we're very excited. This is a mega overhaul. It's a major upgrade. You've been paying 150 bucks a month for this, and it comes with your CRM and everything else. You're not paying a cent more. We've target marketed the 10 reasons people are selling. We've targeted the marketplace so you can own the listings. And so that's what you get. Now, if you're in a coaching program, you get in addition to that, we're going to help you. Your coach is going to help you with your listing presentation, your unique selling proposition, how to service and sell listings. The market's changed. The world has changed. Service and selling is in the tank in regards to its quality. And then we got to raise that professionalism and we're going to help you create seller advocates. Sellers will refer at three times the rate of a buyer in 2024. So no matter what level of membership you're at with us, you're going to get this new kit. You're going to get this target marketed stuff. You're good to go. The coaches, we're going to kick it up a notch. Now, I also understand there's people watching this who are not uh, members, and I'd encourage you to check it out, okay? This stuff is 150 bucks a month, and we're basically doing all your marketing for you, targeted around the 10 types of sellers. But we also were concerned that people are getting this great marketing system but don't really know how to work the system. So the team came up with a fantastic plan, which is we have a training program called the Pathway to Mastery, which in and of itself, people who've taken that course have generated an extra six transactions in the time frame of the course. I think it's eight weeks. Well, you can now take that course digitally. If you get start with us today and you decide, I want to get this marketing program, I want to target market my customers like this, I want the mailings and the e-reports and the social media messages and the infographics, we want you to be trained on how to use it. You can binge watch it like a Netflix if you want. So we're including this essentials program, the digital version of it, absolutely free. And so if you're interested in finding out more about this, go to buffiniancompany.com slash do it now. And I highly encourage you, if you're, if you're not in membership with us, really check this out, do your homework. It's very affordable and it's going to help you have a fantastic 2024. I think that's a great strategy by the team because if you're new, we really want you to know how to work by referral, not just be mailing stuff to people. So I'm very excited about that because here's what I want to share with you as you take a look at the market. Sellers must be cultivated. They have to be courted. You can't go, oh, the rates are down. You want to sell? It's too late. So what you have to do is really prepare your sellers, prepare the ground, cultivate the relationships. And that's why the dynamic of the constant mailings the constant e-reports, the infographics, the social media messaging, all setting up an opportunity for you to then call or go see your best clients. 
and your database and your sphere of influence and friends and family. Everybody's interested in real estate. Go to a Christmas party this year. Everybody wants to know what's up with the market. Everybody wants to know what's happening with interest rates. You have a chance to cultivate people. You have a chance to connect with people. And I just want to share with you, that's not going to happen overnight. So really, here's your 2024 strategy. This new system is hitting your mailbox in a couple of days. So this is the launch. The official launch of the Do It Now campaign is today. And again, for those of you not in the system, get your act together, reach out to Buffco, go on a website, talk to one of our consultants. They'll walk you through the program. And basically what it looks like is this. The first quarter is a very specific cultivation of these sellers. There will definitely be people who will buy and sell right now in that first quarter. No question about it. But it'll start to cultivate heavily into the second quarter as the rates already start to come with the downward pressure. And then that second quarter, you're going to see transactions pick up, more deals happening. The third quarter, what you're going to see is a very unusual year next year, which is the end of summer. We're going to have a surge as the rates hit. Now, I'm telling you, you better already have done your cultivation by that time. You better have already done it. Now, what's happening at the same time is that people are going to leave the real estate business in record droves. And what you'll see is that people have had a hard fourth quarter, a hard third quarter. Their sales are down. You're going to see hundreds of thousands of people leave the real estate business. So when things are getting hard is when you're cultivating the most. When people are walking out is when you're walking in and leaning in and you're preparing for the harvest. You have to plant, you have to fertilize, you have to cultivate the land before you get the harvest. But in the world we live in today, in the hot world we live in, with all the tech, people think that, no, I want to harvest, I get to have it now. It just doesn't work that way. Try plant apples in your backyard, doesn't work that way. Try planting potatoes if you're Irish, doesn't work that way. You have to cultivate the ground, plant the seeds, fertilize, water. That's what the first quarter is about. And there'll be deals happening because you're out there. The second quarter, deals are going to pick up. Now, really a lot more cultivation. The third quarter, and the messaging will change in regards to our system. And then the third quarter, when the rates start to dip down, you're going to see the buyers come hot first. And then by the mid-third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter, is you're going to see a flood of sellers. You're going to see a flood of sellers. You better have done your homework. You better have done your cultivation before that happens. I believe it's going to be an extremely strong fourth quarter, a record spring and start of the year in 25. The first quarter is going to be hard going, hard going. If that scares people off, then they should leave. If that scares people off and they want to get out of the business, time to go. Real estate's never been easy. The people who follow this plan, because we're really helping people who want to have careers. We're really speaking to people who view real estate as their career, not some get rich quick scheme. And when they jump in, when the market's easy and it's hot and make commissions overnight, and then they get out when things are hard. That's never been the Buffini Company client. That's not who we're really interested in coaching. We're interested in coaching and helping people who want to view this as a career. I really want to help people. I love real estate. I want to be in the game. That's the plan for you there is to lay out the year. We really got to break up the ground, plant the seeds, fertilize water. John Wooden said, when opportunity knocks, it's too late to prepare. Well, the fact of the matter is, the time to prepare is now. This is the Do It Now campaign, and it starts in a couple of days. Your new kit's going to be shipped to you. Your target marketing goes into accelerated mode. You're going to love these new mailers. You're going to love this new e-reports we have. The infographics are sensational. 
People want to get educated. They want to know about the market. And the social media posts are first class. You can utilize me or you can record them yourself. Either way. So what are my predictions for 2024? Rates are going to drop. No question about it. The two elements to create demand, remember? Can you remember what they are? Household formation, employment. We know that. So everything is coming together for us. And then lastly, we talk about the 10 reasons people are moving. You can't just blanket market to people. You've got to target market people. And that's what we've done for you. So very excited for all of you members. I'm very excited. We're going to have a great year next year. We're going to help you really kick butt and take names. And don't forget tomorrow, 10 o'clock, first ever member only kind of meeting where we really want to roll up our sleeves. I'm going to give you the inside scoop here on the bold predictions. You can ask me any question you want about the market, about what we covered today, about the lawsuit, about real estate, whatever you want, game on. Uh, Myself and uh, the vice president of coaching, Dave McGee, will be on here tomorrow. So mark your calendars, 10 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. We'll have a great old time. So hopefully this has been helpful for you. I just, uh, like I I started, I'm going to finish. I really uh, am proud of the real estate business. It's the tough times when I really revere this business. You know, a turkey can fly in a hurricane. And the market was so hot for so long that uh, people can delude themselves into thinking they're even working on the fundamentals. But the fact of the matter is, it's a very fundamental market. It requires an elevation of skill set, and it requires the determination of mindset. And I want you to know, we're very determined at Buffini Company. Between the podcasts we have lined up for you, between the events, we have a whole new lineup of events for you with uh, great speakers and things that are designed to really encourage inform and inspire you in 2024. And then also, you know, these kinds of programming that we're bringing to you here. And then in addition to that, the team has done an extraordinary job, extraordinary job to change the entire focus of our monthly marketing system and the CRM and everything that's been built over years at Buffco has been completely pivoted to put you in a position to win in 2024. Well, I want to wish you a happy Christmas, happy holidays. I'm wishing the very best for you and your family. I wish you a happy new year. I want you to know it's been one of the great thrills and privileges of my life that for the past 27 years, I've had a chance to sit in this seat and stand on stage and be able to share and encourage and inspire people like yourselves. You're the reason that I do this. And they're the reason that Buffini Company, an organization like us, exists. Our goal is to impact and improve the lives and the livelihoods of people in this business. And uh, very proud of you. You do uh, just an incredible service for people to help them make home ownership a reality. And you're people who should be celebrated and you should be compensated for the work that you do. Very thankful to be able to bring this message to you. I hope it encourages you. I hope you take advantage of the opportunity to uh, use the Do It Now campaign to set yourself up for great success in 2024. Thanks for joining me today. We'll see you next time. God bless. May the road rise up to meet you. And may the wind always be at your back. May the rain fall soft upon your fields and the sun shine warm upon your face. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the hollow of his hand. See you next time. (laughs) 